Welcome to the 15-Minute Genealogist, a family history guide for morons. This is Bryce Peterson, and at age 37, I know next to nothing about family history. But you know what? I intend to fix that. Why don't we do it together? Let's go from knowing nothing to spending just a few minutes a week discovering our past, enriching the present, and mapping the future for those who follow. What are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. So every journey has to start somewhere. Fortunately for us, there's no better place to begin than a conversation with my old man. So let's head over. Riker, you ready for this? Yes. Let's go. Alright, Dad, so you are a professional genealogist. Uh, you've got decades of experience, and it's it's hard for someone like me with no experience and no official training to feel like I should even have any business getting involved with, with family history. So what would you say to people like me being in this situation? Well, there are certainly things that you can do which will be interesting and exciting for you. Meet Rex Peterson, six foot five, and after 60 years, still has an amazing head of hair. Um, scanning old photos, making a digital copy, and preserving them. And you could put those up online in either your own area like Google Photos or something like that or something which I highly recommend is that you uh, upload them into the family tree and family search and then you can have them there and that's an exciting thing because people like looking at them finding you know photos of their ancestors another thing is uh, interviewing your relatives especially the older ones who might not, you know, be around too much longer. And uh, it's always interesting to hear what they have to say. And uh, yeah, and then you can, if you get them to talk, I mean, most people are not afraid to talk into a, a phone or a recorder, recorder anymore. Whereas uh, I remember years ago, it was sometimes hard to get people to, well, to do that, they wouldn't do it, you know. But uh, you have the the uh, the sound of their voice, like we're doing now, and uh, and those just those simple little things of preserving memories, pictures, and stories resonates with everybody. Because that's what I say to do to just start there. So that bling sound that sounds a lot like a leprechaun just made a pot of gold appear, 
uh, means I'm going to recap some points that stood out to me. We've got scanning old photos and uploading them. Uh, uploading digital photos, particularly to family tree. So a little side note here for us about family tree. You can attach a title and a voice recording to each one. And the advantage is anyone linked into your tree will be able to see them and listen to the recordings after you die. We all use different cloud backup services for our photos. And that's, that's great for now. There's also so many of them in there. <laughs> and we often don't associate a story or anything with them when we do that. So for me, I'm thinking on a regular basis, just toss a couple of, I'm going to toss a couple of photos into family tree uh, periodically and just attach a little voice recording. The voice recording thing, I think, is a little bit new to Family Tree, maybe within the last year, but I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then interviewing relatives, I really like that. And you know what? While we may gravitate to some of us who are older, none of us really knows how much time we have, so... I, th I would say the first thing is to not be afraid to ask people questions of what can I do or how does this work, you know. Um, you basically really need a computer. I mean, a phone nowadays mm. is a computer. Right. You know? So you need uh, something like that. Get some, uh, most people nowadays have some sort of computer uh, knowledge. If they don't have any, um, ask a friend who does know. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions and uh, to ask for help because it can be very complicated and overwhelming, but just focus on one thing at a time. And uh, the other thing that I think would help is if you decided on a set time each week, you know, I'm going to spend one half hour this week and I'm going to do it on, say, Tuesday night at seven o'clock or Saturday morning or whatever, you know. And so then um, I think that would be a good idea to try to do that, you know, on a regular basis, that you spend some time every week. I love the idea of just focusing on one thing at a time because I want to be all in and I want to do it all but that's just not practical as far as doing it for a, at a set time every week that could work for some of us for sure I set alarms for myself to do things a lot and then I just don't do them so I'm more of a sporadic um, I've approached this more sporadically, so more spontaneously. So I'll be in a moment be like, I'm going to take a picture of this right now and throw up a recording and use a little memories app. I did that the other day at my parents' house. Um, my mom was talking about a biblical Hebrew class she was taking and was showing me her notebook of all the notes she was taking. So I took a picture of her pointing at her notebook and threw a little blurb in there about what she was doing. It, it worked great.
The other thing that I would say is there are lots of answers out there. There's lots of people that you can ask. There's lots of platforms you can go to. Um, but uh, again, one of the things that I'm really excited about is uh, at Family Search we have something called the Research Wiki, and basically, if like you wanted to know how do I do thus and so, or um, I want to find out this, how would I go about doing that? So the research wiki is one of several things on the Family Search platform, and we just celebrated. We just hit the 90,000 mark of number of articles. And they're just, it's just phenomenal. And it's a hidden treasure that not everybody knows about. But there are links to other things. There are, um, yeah, anyway. Having been involved with family history for as long as you have and been down many roads that way, uh, you've probably had some frustrating scenarios that you've encountered. Um, what advice can you provide to help folks to continue to persevere through the challenges that we're going to run into as we get involved and, and how would you encourage us not to give up early? <laughs> okay, well, the first thing is don't try to do too much at once. Just focus on one thing that you want to find out. Like for example, I want to know who my grandparents were because I never knew them. Or I want to know, uh, you know, about a certain cousin that you've heard somebody talk about all the time. You know, I'd like to see a picture of this person or whatever. Uh, just try to, you know, work on one research problem at a time or trying to learn something, you know, because you can get overwhelmed very easily, very quickly. And so if you remember that adage of kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Okay, just do that. Just one thing at a time and that will help a lot. The other thing I would say is don't be afraid to make mistakes. Uh, I have made many mistakes. And when I say mistakes, I mean I have uh, identified someone that I thought was my ancestor or was my relative. Turns out wasn't really because I had uh, gone down the wrong path or whatever that's okay. It's no big deal. You know, you can, uh, when you figure that out, you can correct it or whatever. So, you know, everyone's going to make mistakes and, uh, just, that's just part of the package, you know? Um, and then, yeah, the other thing with, uh, well, I can't emphasize that enough. Don't try to do too much at once. That's, uh, you know, for most people, maybe a half an hour or an hour max. But I think just for starters, like a half an hour, you'll be surprised how fast time goes by, right? But you want to just uh, not over, or try not to overwhelm yourself with it. How many more hours is this stupid thing? <laughs> How come you want to know that?
because I want to download games on your iXR. <laughs> well, it, uh, it'll be a little while, Pops. But don't you worry. Okay. So, Mommy told me... So, Mommy... So, Mommy told me where you are, and I thought you wanted to play with me when we're done downloading games and when you're done with that stupid thing. <laughs> we are going to play, Pops, um, real soon. So, just a few minutes, and then we'll bust the move, and we'll have some fun. It'll be cool. These are exactly the things that have stopped us from getting involved with family history, at least I know for me, because we felt like there was so much out there that we had to do or that we thought we had to do and that it had to be perfect that we just didn't do anything. And that's what stops great things from happening is we want them to be perfect and it's not going to be perfect. So let's just go out and make something happen. Probably the most exciting thing that's happened in, in the recent past has been um, all of these uh, indexed records that are available. And uh, the images of, of the original records and the fact that you're able to tie, uh, well, that you can link from the indexed record right there to see the picture of the document that was indexed or transcribed. And um, this is happening all over the world, but for whatever reason, the Dutch, and you know, your mother being Dutch, uh, that's been my area of, of focus with my prof professional genealogy and so on and so forth. But anyway, I'm just so impressed. The archives over there and geological societies they just are indexing so many records and putting them online uh, most of them for free because uh, the archives uh, as a government entity they get funding you know to do that and that is really really exciting to be able to find records quickly find the names of people quickly and then to be able to go right to the, at the image and look at that and be able to see, for example, your ancestor's signature, you know, or to learn about his physical description or different things like that. It's just exciting to be able to, to get into the records faster because of the indexes and then look at the images. And the other thing uh, which propels that, of course, is that someone has to type those names in. And so, again, I'll put in a plug for my company, for Family Search. Um, we have extracted or indexed records for a long time, first with microfilm readers and so on. But now it's all done uh, via the Internet, and it's so exciting. There's hundreds of thousands of people that participate in that on a daily basis. And that's a very rewarding experience. And you're, you're helping um, people. You don't know who you're gonna help. I just had a friend yesterday at work show me uh, an indexed record and uh, being able again, go right to the image and 
And I said, well, uh, yeah, this is a, a record collection that we indexed. He said, oh, it certainly has helped me, you know. And so by doing this indexing and just spending 15 minutes at a time, you know, whatever, not very much time, uh, you can help to make these records available. Those are the two things that, that came to my mind in the most recent past. So I've got to put a pin in this, indexing. Guess what? I think I know just the person who I'm going to talk to about it. Who is it? I hope it's going to be Shirley Gilling. She lives in the neighborhood. I wanted to know what individuals have inspired you and driven you to, to new heights in your experience. Well, the first uh, person that comes to mind is uh, Jerry Haslam. He was a former neighbor. He was one of my professors at BYU. And he just had a passion and an enthusiasm for uh, family history. He knew how to do it really well. And he knew how to teach it really well and his classes were exciting and interesting and uh, I would he's be at the top of my list as far as uh, encouraging me to do things in the past and uh, helping me and uh, yeah I would say that he's been great he retired here he was a BYU professor and he retired here I think a couple of years ago so uh, he's probably still doing genealogy, but uh, he's the first person that came to my mind. Uh, the second one that came to my mind was uh, my former boss, Kalile Mayer. Um, he's a historian and a genealogist, but um, he is the one at my work who encouraged me to become a professional genealogist. Well, let's put it this way, to become an accredited genealogist, which was a program that the church used to have at the Family History Library. They, uh, after decades of, of doing that, they decided to um, give that to a private company. And so there's a private company out there that, that still um, conducts uh, an exam where it's an open book test, but it's a time test where you uh, demonstrate your proficiency in a given area. But anyway, he encouraged me uh, to become an accredited genealogist. And I probably wouldn't have otherwise. And I'm really glad that I did because I learned uh, so much and it was uh, fun and very rewarding uh, to help clients, you know, with that. And so I would say that he's the, the next one that comes to mind. But there was a, I took a lot, when I was a teenager, I took a lot of courses at BYU in the summer. Um, every week in the summer, BYU holds their annual uh, family history slash genealogy conference. I don't know what they term it these days. And I would go over there and there was, uh, because I'm a quarter Danish and I just wanted to learn and do, there was a man, I think he was a Swede, but he knew 
um, all about the different Scandinavian countries. And he was just, uh, I mean, I just learned so much from his, his handouts and his classes and that just excited me because like I say, I, I'm a quarter Danish. My, uh, my grandfather, I was two years old when he passed away, but I inherited uh, journals and pictures and books and all kinds of memorabilia that were his. And he wrote his autobiography and, and he's just the kind of person that, you, that I felt like I just can't wait to meet him. And so I just, uh, I don't know, I was just drawn to learn about my Danish heritage. And this particular guy, why I can't think of his name, um, taught me and inspired me and yeah. Dad later told me this gentleman's name was Carl Eric Johansson. As each of us go down this road, I'm confident we're gonna find more individuals that are stellar examples of how to pursue our family history and how to pull it off and how to make it meaningful for us. Everyone does not have to do everything, okay? So, there'll be a certain interest might be for you, might be um, the pictures and the stories. And for someone else, the concept of indexing records and making them available to other people is exciting for them. Collecting recipes of your family, that's a form of family history. Uh, Facebook, believe it or not, that's a form of family history, okay? As, as you're recording things about yourself, sharing them with others, um, that's family history. So there's all kinds of, you know, it isn't just the names and the dates. Um, it's, it's the pictures, it's going to where they, these people were born or lived or, you know, there's just so many different areas that there's something out there that, that everyone would be interested in. And, and most people, like to learn about their family, or they've already heard, right, stories growing up and that are told and retold because, you know, that's just, I guess that's what we do as human beings as we connect with each other or something. But anyway, um, those, you know, most people, I guess what I was gonna say is that most people know something about their family because they've heard, you know, people tell them they've visited people growing up or whatever but there's just uh, something out there that you can get excited about and the other thing with indexing if you haven't done it for five years uh, you need to try it again because it's totally different we used to have a uh, a client server based platform and it's now totally web indexing in other words you had to download before you had to download the program onto your own machine. Right. And then you had to download the batches onto your machine and so forth and so on, okay? It's totally right there on the web now. And it's, it, it uh, keeps getting, you know, the program keeps uh, getting better 
and that. And they also have something now that they're doing, and hopefully they'll do more of it, where are called quick batches, that maybe this is something you can just do in five minutes. Whereas before, a batch of names used to take most people about 20 to 30 minutes. And sometimes 20 to 30 minutes is more than you have. You right. Know? Anyway, so I'd say, I'd suggest that you look into the web, uh, the internet indexing again, which is now web-based and uh, pretty exciting. What's been really encouraging to hear for me is that we're all doing a lot better at family history than maybe we realized. Uh, It seems like a big part of this is just making sure we have it archived in the right place family search and i'm going to look more into ancestry.com there seems to be a relationship there with family search too but um just having things properly archived and i think part of this process too seems to be enjoying what's already there reading what's already there so um it's just honing in on a couple of these things so i'm really excited to to hit the ground running with with this stuff. I want to throw a couple of thoughts out here real quick. Remember how in the Book of Mormon it you have these writers saying that they couldn't even write a hundredth part of their lives, of the things that they experienced, of their hardships, of their joys of their trials and triumphs. But just think about what we would be left if they hadn't done what they had. Think of what has been accomplished throughout the world because they were willing to take the time to write something. What can we leave behind for our descendants to look back on and gain inspiration from? Even if we say something about what is helping us get through the day when things are rough, and even if we talk about just a little bit of the joys that we've experienced to show our descendants how to handle the situations they're in, to help them feel like they have that support from the other side. So I've got a lot to think about, a lot to process, a lot to go over. I'll be definitely be taking some notes, and um, I really, really appreciate all that you've committed, uh, energy-wise and time-wise over the years. Um, you know, you're my dad, and I appreciate you for all that you that, for raising me and everything, but. Just every all the contributions that you've made over the years, and uh, in the world of genealogy and family history, I know that a lot of people have been impacted by that. And I just want to say thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome, and it's been uh, my pleasure, and it's it's exciting to me. It's always been exciting to me. Um, but I'm glad that you appreciate it. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Sure. So I decided to do a little something tonight. Um, Just take a minute and look 
at Family Tree and look at Egbert Van Vemde, my maternal grandfather, who I never met. He died some months before I was born. But I learned in a story that was left there um, by my mom that he was actually the first person to find out, besides my mom and dad, of course, that, that they were expecting me. And uh, that just felt really keen and special to me to, to know that. I don't recall ever having heard that before. It's possible I had heard it, but I didn't remember. And to read it there was was a really special feeling. So definitely go out and take some time to look at those stories that are already there and and compiled and, and kept on family tree. And really just take the time to enjoy those things. That's that's why they're there. Thanks for being a part of the 15-Minute Genealogist. If you found this information useful, I graciously invite you to leave a review on your podcasting platform. You can also reach me at 15minutegenealogist at gmail.com. Moving forward, I would be delighted to incorporate listener experiences into future episodes. And Anchor makes it simple to do that. Follow the link in the series description, anchor.fm forward slash 15 minute genealogist, or simply find the series on the Anchor smartphone app and tap leave voice message. What have you done recently to discover your past and how has it impacted your worldview? What are you doing to preserve your own family memories? I'd love to hear about it and you never know. You just may end up on a future episode. See you in two weeks.